0: Hey everybody, it's Tony Robbins Hey guys, I'm Audrina Patrick Hey, this is Adam Carolla You're on the Hollywood Raw podcast You're watching Hollywood Raw You're listening to and watching Welcome to the Hollywood Raw Podcast. I'm Dax Holt, joined live in person with my co-host Adam Glenn. What's up, bud? Well, hey, dude. How are you? It's, uh, it's really weird to be next to you. Every it's very time. weird. I, <laughs> I'm so used to just seeing you on the other end of a computer screen. On the other side of the country.
1: <laughs> Dax is in LA. I'm in New York. This is the Hollywood Raw Podcast, where we like to say we humanize Hollywood. You know, we kind of reveal the fourth wall of Hollywood.
0: That, I, I almost like the revealing the fourth wall better than humanizing, because there's a certain point where we're telling stories that people don't talk about. Yeah. And, you know, we're getting deep into paparazzi culture, into what really happens, how people set up photos, how, how you know, we've talked to so many stars on this podcast about, yeah, absolutely, I set up photos. But you know what? It works for me, and it's the thing that no one wants to talk about.
1: Yeah, you hear a lot of blind items now. That's, like, the uh, very popular right now. We are veteran journalists. We've been doing this for more than a decade now. Dax and I have both uh, – Worked on all different parts of celebrity news entertainment. I'm currently running around the street in New York City with my camera trying to do celebrity interviews. We're going to get into that. I have this exclusive interview with Jeff Bezos that you can't find anywhere else. Um,
0: It's pretty fascinating. Um, I would say one thing that we are going to get into. Because, I don't know, this week, you know, Adam and I were talking and we started just – chit-chatting about like some of the craziest ce- celeb feuds that there's ever been Love and we started like going down this rabbit hole of like oh do you remember this one no do you remember this one and so we're gonna make it into an episode today because i think that you guys would like to be the fly on the wall for our conversation on this stuff yeah. so we're gonna get into that i do want to read off a, a review real fast because someone took time out of their very busy schedule to leave us a review and i want to give them a shout out and say thank you so this one goes out to dream street 20 Left a five-star review, said new to the show. Hey, guys, I saw the link to listen to Ashley Parker Angel, and I absolutely love your podcast. I'm always looking for new podcasts to listen to, and this will be an everyday listen with three hearts. Thank you, Dream Street. That's the best thing to do. I love that. And if you didn't listen to the Ashley Parker Angel, for for people that don't maybe recognize that name, he was kind of the face of O-Town. He was the
1: Justin Timberlake of O-Town.
0: Yes, back in the day. That was obviously an MTV show when they did Making the Band. That band was created, and he quickly became the the star of that show. So, so he was kind of like the front lead guy. He ended up exiting the band. It caused all this drama. We finally got him on. We had already previously talked to the O Town members. We got him on, and he just unloaded. He did not hold back, and this was the first time he had ever talking about.
1: It. Yeah, it's a fun interview ever talking
0: about it. Wow, what, is this my yeah. job. What's wrong <laughs> with me right now? It's a
1: really fun interview. Uh, again, they were big stars. You know, they are still. Uh, in the game, yep. but uh, it's fun to hear Ashley Parker's angel's perspective on O Town since we already talked to the other guys of O Town. But in this podcast, we've also talked to all different kinds of celebrities. We've had Mark Cuban, Tony Robbins, we've had Mike the Situation, we've had bodyguards, mm-hmm. you know, that you know, who worked with Kim Kardashian and Kanye the best West. One, by the way. So interesting, so wild. Um, but today we're gonna get into celebrity feuds, we're gonna talk a little bit about the Met Gala. we're talking again, like my exclusive so I ran into Jeff Bezos. Okay. Which, by the way, here's what happened, okay. Crazy day in New York City, Sunday. It's beautiful, great weather out. I run into, I'm on a bike, I'm on a city bike in New York City, and all of a sudden I run into a paparazzi who's in his car going by me. I'm like, yo, what's up? How you doing? We're like, we're we're messing with each other, just like yelling at each other, just having fun. And then all of a sudden, these two like really nice SUVs walk by us, and they They weren't, yeah, walk by. (laughs) Fuck it, eh? Uh, they drive by us. The license plate said like exclusive, or like what and the you could see that there was like. A bodyguard in the front. So you can tell
0: someone. Someone important.
1: was in this, and we're like, "This is weird." So we literally just like, and they saw us. Like we made we locked eyes, yeah. us and the bodyguards. We could tell like what, okay, they knew what, who we the, were. Was
0: the look on their face? Oh fuck!
1: Yeah, they were just like they found us. Yeah, more like, and they drove maybe about three hundred more feet. We kind of followed them because like, hey, this they were driving very slow, so they were definitely onto something. Like something's going on here. So we just like followed them like three hundred feet. Next thing you know, they get out of the car and you see this jacked ball guy. Yeah. Go into a very nice store in Soho. Who is it? It's Jeff Bezos. I'm like, yeah, holy when, when shit. When the hell did he get so big? Dude, he's on something. I, there's no doubt about it. I mean, he just looks good. He, he can s- afford it. He can afford it, exactly. <laughs> but he jumped out. He had like three bodyguards with him, which you would think Jeff Bezos, one of the you know, the richest man in the world, or him and Second Elon go richest. back and forth, yep. um, would have more security. But, you know, soup. I got to tell you, like they go into the store, security comes out right away, and they're like, dude, we, we locked eyes. We knew, we knew we were got caught yep. as soon as you saw us. They were the nicest security guys. Like,
0: Which, we always say it, says a lot about the celeb. If sure. you have nice bodyguards, you are most likely kind to your fans, to people that are out there. I mean, again, Jeff Bezos, it's not like he's a celebrity, but at the same time, he is. Yes, yeah. He, because he's so rich, but I do think that says a lot about So him. I would
1: say yes, I would say, but Jeff Bezos, I wouldn't say, is the kindest to his fans because he's sort of like an interesting dude. Well, However, you, you got
0: to be a little protective of yourself when, 100%. You're, when you're worth that kind of money. So
1: it's funny, the the security comes out, they start talking to us, and they're like, we knew you caught us, you know, like, and we're just talking, like, how long are you going to be inside? And they're like, I think he's going to be in there for a while, Things think he's going to be there for like an hour and a half. We're like, fuck, that's a long time, it's a busy day, it's a Met Gala. So we start to wait around, but then all of a sudden, like it's funny, like we're standing with the security. They got the earpieces in, mm-hmm. so other people on the street realize they see us where the cameras are. Like, hey, something's going on. So, like the security hears us. Like people come up to us on the street, like, hey, who are you waiting for? We're
0: like, uh. So you're so, causing the, the chaos. Outside. Yes, part of it. But you, we wait. Do you tell people when they come up to you? Ab- oh, Jeff Bezos inside.
1: Absolutely not. We usually say it's like. You know, Jimmy's bar mitzvah, you know, (laughs) because we have cameras. So it's funny to say that. Then they feel awkward like, oh, it's a bar mitzvah. Like, and they keep walking away. Um, Some people, it just gets weirding. Like, the security appreciates that because they don't want a crowd. Um, But then all of a sudden, paparazzi started to drive by. Again, we're in Soho. They spotted us. Of course, they're going to stick around to see who's coming out. Hour and a half later, Bezos comes out, and I have this – what was Amazing. he doing
0: shopping in there for an hour and a half? Dude,
1: I don't know. That's I don't know if he was doing a fitting. It's not a big store. I don't know what he's doing. Did the he store. go to
0: Met Gala? Was he there for some Met, Met have Gala to thing? Think I thought Elon was at Elon Met Gala. was there.
1: I didn't see any photos of Bezos, the Met Gala. However, I have to imagine he was there. Mm. Isn't it weird? Like I have to imagine he was there. And the security yep. actually told us that they were there going, but they weren't photographed. So maybe they didn't do the red carpet. Mm. Um, because what does he care? He doesn't care about that. Yeah. you know, like he's got more money than anything. But he came out, I had this great conversation with him, and here it is. Hey, guys. Mr. Bezos, how you doing? Nice to meet you, Mr. Mr. Bezos. Bezos, what's the your favorite book ever? You could recommend one book. What would you suggest someone read? Have a good day, sir. Okay, so he absolutely <laughs> ignored me. Um <laughs> He
0: I did tried not care
1: he did not care listen I tried to be nice it was so funny because he came out and the street got so <laughs> quiet and silent <laughs> yeah it's so funny because literally when he came out the street was dead silence like there's you're in New York City where there's always noise and ambulance yeah. or people talking everyone got silent and he walks out like no sound and D- I, does
0: Lauren ever respond no I mean, she, because when she was in LA and she was like on Fox she awesome. So I got to imagine she's still awesome, but I'm just wondering if she is now quiet because she is with the second richest man in the world. So she like doesn't want to tick that off. You could
1: tell she sort of liked the attention. I mean, there's probably about a half a dozen and probably about a dozen photographers taking photos of her from about 90 feet away. So she liked the attention. She looks good. He looks good. Um, I stood a little bit not too far away, a little bit closer so he could hear my question, and I wanted to ask him something that could bait him into talking. I thought maybe doing some nice question would get him mm-hmm. to speak. Like, hey, here's something like a book I yeah. could uh, advise the people to check out. Of course, he didn't speak, but then also he pulled out the phone. He was doing a fake cell phone Oh, sh- the Paris trick. Hilton trick. Yeah, so – it was so weird and so corny, but he got in. The video got like, it's got my TikTok. It's got like 1.3 million views right now. It's blowing up.
0: It's so funny because I looked at it. I'm like, this video is not even excited. People just love Jeff Bezos. Yeah. They just want to see what he's doing. Him out in the wild like a like an animal. All right. So, did you, sorry not to move on, but to move on because uh, I we, we got to get through this episode today. But. What, did you watch any of the red carpet stuff from Met Gala?
1: So, I did look at the photos. The first thing I saw when I saw the I was trying to see the people that mm-hmm. attended Met Gala. The first thing that came to mind was the I didn't think the people that went were that big. Now, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong. They are celebrities. Yep. The 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 Sydney Sweeney's of the world. I mean, they're legit celebrities. Yeah, but they're not
0: like the A-list Hollywood royalty. Angelina, like Given they wouldn't go together, but, but nevertheless, like that that caliber of sure showing up. But I feel like that transition has been happening over the years. On that note, it's kind of the same with our podcast. Who do we get bigger ratings for? Reality stars and social media stars, like they get more people to download this podcast than like some of the bigger actors we've had on here yeah and
1: i think that's what kind of caused a little stir on the red carpet the photographers which this year i know they didn't allow as many photographers as usual Mm -hmm. uh, which was great for the photographers that actually got in and it's one of the hardest red carpets to get on you know like actually to go to the event is one of the most difficult tickets to get and there's a huge celebrity
0: a lot of big big stars that were trying to get in and could not get in isn't that that crazy yeah it's crazy. Like huge people that their lives have been in front of the spotlight this year, especially this year more than ever and they still couldn't get in.
1: It's a while, but even the red carpet to cover it as a media outlet is very, very difficult. And the you know, you don't know who's coming until like sort of like the day of of you have an idea of who's showing up. If you hang outside the Mark or Carlisle Hotel where everyone gets changed, you kind of know who's going to the event that night. There were some rumors this year that Taylor Swift was gonna come. There's some rumors that Britney Spears was gonna come. They did not show up, mm-hmm. which is kinda surprising. But also this year, like there's no JLo Ben Affleck, like there's no I mean, I didn't see photos like think, Katie Holmes.
0: I think the only people, person that people really cared about, or the only couple, was Kim and Pete. This was them making their debut again. Who the fuck cares? Like, yeah. The only thing that I took away from this was this dress that Kim wore, which was Marilyn Monroe's dress. Pretty cool. That this cool. honestly was one of the coolest things I'd heard of because Very cool. she has the power. To have them pull that off of a fucking mannequin at Ripley's Believe It or Not. Ripley, believe why, it or not. why was that at Ripley's Believe It <laughs> or Not, by the way? How do we
1: know that's even the dress? I don't believe it.
0: I, I, w- I would have expected that to be in the Smithsonian. That's not where at it at Ripley's be. Believe It or Not. Dude. So she goes, gets this dress. But here's the thing that I don't think most people know about the dress. She didn't wear it into the party. She didn't even take it to the party. There was a, a dressing room, like a little makeshift dress room. When she got there, put it on walked the red carpet, took all the photos, and then took it off before going in. That's how expensive and exclusive the dress is. I think it was reported to be like a $4 million dress, but it's priceless. And so they were like, you can walk the carpet, and that's it. Yeah. So, like, really, you just did it for photos. She also
1: went through a lot to get the dress. She had to go to Orlando and get fitted. She lost a lot of weight. I think she lost like 16 pounds in three weeks just to fit in the dress.
0: How did she know she needed to lose 16 pounds? Like when you go to put something on, if it's tight, like you're like, 16 pounds. That's what I got to lose.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, and and she obviously had, I think there was security just for the dress that was Mm -hmm. there because it is – there's so much insurance there. She did make a donation uh, to the museum as to well. Ripley's. <laughs> yeah, it's a Ripley. So now it's gonna be extra mannequins outside that we're gonna <laughs> wonder if are real or not. So it's uh, there was a lot that, going that on with the dress. That was cool
0: though. I've, ne- I've I haven't been impressed with an article of clothing because there's some weird shit that people walked on. Oh yeah, Jared Yeah, it was crazy. But I don't think I've ever been impressed, and that impressed me that she was able to get her hands on that and that people went along with it. Yeah. And uh, then there was just Pete in a suit with a tie. Like, how do you you can't even compete with that? No. There's nothing you can wear. I mean, if you said, like, I'm wearing JFK's suit. Because that would have been cool.
1: Pete didn't even like he wore like a He didn't a, even try. He, he wore like the I think the tux he wore to his prom. You know? <laughs> like that's I was surprised. Like, wait, are we not talking about Pete? And Pete's just really selling like the, the sunglass look right now. He won't take he, the sunglasses he's so off. Into it. But it was uh again, there it was a sort of the red carpet debut. However, they were just in DC together doing an event, and they we are they don't need to do a red carpet debut because we already see them together. Yep. Pretty crazy, and
0: I don't even know why that's the thing. Yeah. All right, All right. Let's get into the meat and potatoes of this podcast. Wow, I sounded like Harvey Levin right there. Oh, sorry about that. The meat and potatoes. Uh, I saw him the other day. He's doing good, by the way. Oh, All nice. right. Uh, so we want to talk about some of the biggest celeb feuds, feuds that in our mind go down as like some of the just fun to talk about. Yeah. Right. Like. Not even it's not. – we're not getting into, like, Chris and Rihanna. Not that kind of feud. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. want to talk about, like, Vin Diesel and The Rock. That's a good and one. And how they had this epic feud that then went on to Twitter that, like – they won't even – like, they hate each other They now.
1: dislike each other. It was never meant to go out there, especially with The Rock, who's very, very um, – he's got a lot of – He's got a lot of security around him. Correct. Not like physical security. Like there's a lot of things protecting him because he's such a big brand. But that fight escalated to social media. And I think The Rock said some things that he regrets and brought it to the public that was not supposed to be public. Let's
0: get into like the little background here. Um, You know, The the Rock and Vin Diesel, they were in the Fast and the Furious franchise together. And this is kind of where their relationship went sour. Um, Apparently, is what I had heard was that The Rock was showing up late to set and that was pissing vin off because you know he's the star of that movie and then you got the rock who obviously is a bigger star than vin but showing up late and it's kind of disrespectful to the rest of the cast and so that's where i guess things started to go sour and then the rock was like i'm out i don't want to do another movie with you yeah and that's where i think it went really south and so i remember back in like november 2001 Diesel had shared like a still on his instagram page and where he called by the way the Rock, his little brother, quote unquote. I, <laughs> I mean, wouldn't call him your little brother. Yeah, yeah. I think that was a dig, um, and basically said that the time has come. They he wants to do this another movie again, but bringing in Paul Walker's family and saying Paul would have wanted this, oh, yeah. and The Rock didn't want this. He wanted to be done, and I think he pub like basically Vin Diesel publicly shamed him. Into yeah, wanting to do it. It was a lot of guilt there, you know, a like lot of guilt. making
1: him feel guilty, but also putting the guilt to him where the fans are going to say, you know, The Rock. The it, rock. it didn't put I, The Rock in a good situation. But, it put dude, his back against the wall.
0: He put his back against the wall. But then you're also bringing a friend's name into the conversation who is gone and his family, and shaming him to you need to do this movie because Paul Walker would want this, rather than. I want it because I want the ratings, and I want the money, and I want all everything else that goes along with it. Yeah, it was
1: uh, a very strange so, move. So that
0: that went south real fast. I know that they had a meeting inside um, one of their trailers um, that I was heard was not a productive meeting, but it was a way to clear the air. Uh, I, I, I don't I, even
1: think that went well.
0: No, it didn't. Yeah, it didn't. It was it was a bad conversation where the two of them talked. But they didn't resolve shit. Yeah, and The Rock wants nothing to do with Vin Diesel. They, they, I don't think that this ever even healed itself. Well, I think The
1: Rock put some stuff out there, which he's you know, it's not that's not his world. Is kind of bringing things to the public. Uh, I don't want to say getting out of character because he's such an you know strong alpha guy actor. He's got the Disney franchise behind him. He says some things that I don't think. I think he kind of went after Vin Diesel publicly, and I think he regretted making that decision. But yes, they did have that meeting, and I think they both walked out of that meeting with, "All right, that's who you are. This is who I am, and this is how it's going to be." I can. Tell I you, mean,
0: I can tell you, you spoke to Vanity Fair, and I'm I'm reading this because it's a quote. He said that. Uh, while he meant what he said he regrets posting it on a social media platform a cause to firestorm yet increasingly enough as if every single crew member found their way to me and either quietly thanked me or sent me a note so the rock basically said yeah vin diesel is a a nightmare to work with and even the crew members were coming up to me saying like fuck vin diesel wow that's huge dude. that's
1: pretty ballsy to say that's a ballsy thing like to say. They just
0: fucking hate each other. Yeah. It's, it's so great. Have you
1: met Vin Diesel, by the way? Have you ever met him? Um,
0: I'm trying to think if I've met him. I don't think I've met him. Have you? He,
1: I've seen him around. He's a very unique guy. Like, in New York, like, he doesn't really – he says he's, like, you know, he used to be a coming up before he got famous. He was, a like, a nightclub door guy, and he tries to say, oh, I'm a guy from New York, and tries to come off like I'm a guy of the streets. But from my experiences, he's not the most approachable guy. Not a bad guy, but he's not, like – you know, Vin from the block, yeah. you know, he's he's definitely he's he's become like more of like a myth. I don't know. It's weird. He, I feel like Vin Diesel eventually become like the new Chuck Norris,
0: yeah. you know, where it's all the Chuck Norris jokes like the jokes. Yeah. yeah,
1: just Vin Diesel just is the character like just I can see that. random quotes about Vin Diesel. Uh,
0: So anyway, that that one was just fun to rehash because I forgot had forgotten how much they hate each other. Yeah. And then I started like looking back. And I was like, oh, they fucking hate other. Each other <laughs> Yeah.
1: Oh no, that's not cool. They are not they're two of the same they're, kind of dudes who I just don't mesh dudes. well. Yeah,
0: and it's like you just can't get through to them. No, like, no matter what. The other story that I loved, and do you remember Zayn Malik and Yolanda Hadid? And of course. They hate each other. Oh yeah. So if everyone remembers, you know, Zayn Malik and Gigi Hadid, they were dating for a very long time. They have a young child together. But there was a story that came out where Zane um, was at his house and Yolanda apparently showed up unannounced, just walked right in, as I got to say, a lot of uh, mother-in-laws do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and he allegedly just went fucking ape shit on her and started cussing at her. And let me, let me bring up some of the quotes that she accused him of saying because there was a whole police report that was filed and in the documents it said... Yolanda alleged that he called her a fucking Dutch slut.
1: That's good. I mean, <laughs> come on. That's a, such a... What, mother, a like what a line. You're essentially your
0: mother-in-law. Good God. What a line. And told her to stay away from my fucking daughter. And then the court docs also alleged that um, he continued to curse towards Yolanda, telling um, basically that Kai, their daughter, was a result of the fucking sperm that came out of my fucking cock. Oof. Can you imagine saying that to like oh.
1: to Gigi's mom? <laughs> Say the word "cock" in front of your mother-in-law. That's just a <laughs> tough world. That's a tough world, so, man. I,
0: and if you remember, like he got in a lot of trouble for this. Oh he, yeah. He, um, he pled guilty to I think it was four counts of harassment, and it wasn't just Yolanda; it was also uh, Gigi as well, who was wrapped up into this case. Even though she was in Paris at the time, uh, this like boiled over to her also being a part of this, which. It's wild. Do you think – is he just a hothead? Like what, so, what's the deal? So
1: about a couple months ago, there was a video that came out. He was in New York City. It was a late night. He was outside a pool hall and got into it with some guys. I think he t- might even took a shirt off. Like it was like a weird thing. Like he is a hothead. From the pho- I never work him, from, from but from the photographers I know who work Gigi because she is a big photo for photographers, Zayn pretty much like never comes out. Like he's like a vampire. Like he's very nocturnal guy, and I think that's what – kind of got him into this. Like, she came in, like, apparently, I think he's in the studio all night, and he sleeps during the day. And But he also has had, like, social anxiety. Mm -hmm. I think that's what he's sort of known for. It's a wild story. I mean, this is the mother-in-law. It's, you know, neither of them have really commented more than the, you know, the the court documents, the police documents, uh, the police report. So, it's... The shit Dude, that he's,
0: If it, if I said that to my mother-in-law, she would take her flip flop off and fucking hit <laughs> her flip flop. Yeah, she's from Argentina, so she's not gonna put up with shit. Yeah, she's yeah, gonna be yeah. like here you go, chocolate <laughs> to the face. <laughs> Even but though they don't say chocolate. And, Yolanda's and, and, like not, one of the
1: nicest people, though, too. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, first of all, as you know, if you have a kid, you want the help. So let's say Yolanda came in just to help him out. Like yeah, an, but
0: there is a sense of like, show up announced. There is, you know, like I get it that there's a lot of in-laws that come and go and. I do like the call. Give me <laughs> a call and let me know you're coming over because I don't need a surprise attack from the mother-in-law. Yeah. So, but I also I wouldn't call her all those things. No, not in. I would. I wouldn't be alive but today. I think there was
1: already gas in the fire. It was already brewing, and then just came out pretty rough. The security her security guy. Mm-hmm. I think uh, Zane went after the security guy and got yeah. a little physical with him. Uh, I mean, how was he so mad? He went crazy. Dude. He went rough.
0: Note to self: Call Zayn Malik if you're going to show up. Don't show up unannounced. Good God! All right. Um, one of my next ones. Oh, this one's good. Do you remember Justin Bieber versus Orlando Bloom?
1: No one really talks about. Do I, this why is, is
0: the best feud. This ever. is the
1: best one. There's a lot of. Um,
0: it's like Kyle versus Kyle.
1: But <laughs> yeah, yeah. But here's one that no one really talks about anymore. Like it happened. It was a crazy video. It was a wild. But it was, didn't get the heat that it should have because these are two hollywood stories i actually got physical
0: but the weird part about this story was how they're just like swapping lovers this was the weirdest thing about this because if you remember obviously one of the biggest news stories for a long time was justin bieber and selena gomez together and then just and i'm sorry orlando with miranda kerr like they were married for a long time and then everyone broke up and just switched partners so orlando started dating selena gomez wow Justin started dating Miranda Kerr, and it was too much for the was guys. It too,
1: was he definitely out that he dated Miranda Kerr? Like, yes. Was that, okay, it was 100%, official. Yes, okay.
0: 100%. They dated. But the two guys ran into each other, and this was – what was this? This was – I'm trying to remember where this was at. They ran into each other and had this, like, brawl, like throwing chairs at each yeah. other. And it was all over – this was right around the time that I think Orlando started dating Selena Gomez. Yeah. And to me, it was, like, too much for Justin. It I think weird. there's a part in Justin that, like, Selena's a part of his heart.
1: So <laughs> there's a lot more to that, this yeah. story that, for legal reasons, I can't even get into. Which, if you hit up the Facebook page, we have this private Facebook page where we kind of, you can write questions to yeah. us and we can kind of talk to you about stuff.
0: But there's a lot but you more. Have to you have to go to the private one because there's things that it needs to be behind not a public wall. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: No, for sure. But actually, speaking of that, follow us on social media, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. We're on it all. We have great celebrity content on our YouTube page that you can't find anywhere else, like the old school, uh, great videos that you see on the streets of L.A.
0: that's just really, really cool. Just, just search Hollywood Raw. It's super easy. You'll find us everywhere. But
1: so, I can't really talk about this story about some of the stuff that went in on this because it's so fucking wild. It's it's insane. Um, and it goes to allegations that... Some people are hooking up with other people and cheating. And it's a wild story within this story. But um, yeah, this was a wild thing. First of all, I'll start with this Miranda Kerr, Mm -hmm. the hottest celebrity female I've ever seen in person. Really? Gorgeous. How did
0: Kate Beckinsale? Yes. Kate Beckinsale, when I saw her, I was like blown away. No, I agree with you.
1: Kate Beckinsale in my top five, actually, but Miranda Kerr is number one. Like she's. She's almost like an avatar. When you see her, you're like, oh my God, I can't believe someone could be that beautiful. Like she's just a work of art. And then she speaks and she's so sweet and nice. She's absolutely gorgeous.
0: Pariselton. Ridiculously beautiful. Great skin. Ridiculously beautiful in person. But
1: I'll tell you what, I sat behind Paraselton at an event, at like this theater event. And I think she went to the event with before like seeing her makeup team and stuff or her hair team. It was a little weird, like her hair wasn't great, and I could see, like, the plugs in her hair from, like, the, the extensions. Plugs, like, the Not Brit- that plugs. <laughs> Not <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> Paris cool. Hilton got plugs, hair plugs. But I saw, like, the extensions, like, the plastic. Like, it wasn't so done well. So, basically,
0: how Britney's hair looks every day. Pretty much, yes.
1: Okay. So, I wish she got it, you know. Everyone, But Paris, by the way, gorgeous in person. But Miranda Kerr, number one prettiest girl I saw in person. But this story, Justin Bieber versus Orlando Bloom, wild situation. Because, like, in some ways, to me, I still look at, like, there's a big age difference. I also do like Justin Bieber's a like Orlando Ble. Orl- Orlando Bloom is a man. Yeah, Justin Bieber is still a boy to me.
0: So, so like, why would you even waste your time? Yeah, like, why would Orlando like to me even engage in a confrontation? Yeah, like it just makes you look ridiculous. It does,
1: but however, Orlando Bloom's also the weirdo that fucking kayaks with Katy Perry, fucking butt naked. <laughs> remember that? <laughs>
0: remember
1: that one? Was fucking schlong out?
0: <laughs> I remember seeing those photos. and, like. Okay, the weird part was that she had her bathing suit on. She's wearing almost like like a one-piece. It would have made more sense if both of them were like, let's just go be naked. Like, that to me, I'm like, okay, I get it. Like, you guys were being wild, and, you know, everyone's clothes came off, but, like, she's fully clothed, and you're just buck naked on your your paddle board. It didn't make any sense. It
1: was so weird. She almost looked like in the photo how weirded she was out by this.
0: Do you think that he did that, like, did he know cameras were around? That's I a think good question. The only reason I say that is I think he looked a little chubbed up half the time. Yeah, he was a little thick. so, like, to me, I think he saw the cameras and he was like, i got to put my best foot forward and chub it up a little bit just so that this makes for a better photo. So,
1: Katy Perry, um, Katy Perry, like, but she's in the front of the, the, the board, mm-hmm. whereas he's paddling looking scared as hell. That's the funniest part is here's the crazy situation regarding the Orlando Bloom. There's a story of mine um, with the Orlando Bloom. Uh, Justin Bieber thing. So the day Orlando Bloom was on Broadway at the time, and he lived down in Tribeca, and it was a big news story that they got divorced. Orlando Bloom and Miranda Kerr were getting divorced, and I remember it was a Friday afternoon, and I went to go cover it. And there is about fifteen photographers down the street. It's a one-way street in New York City. It was a dead street, and all the reporters are waiting down the street, waiting for Orlando Bloom to come out, and they're trying to get a photo of him. And they're wanting to, they're standing like far away, and I have a ca- video camera. I can't shoot that far away. I need to get close up. And I said, screw it. I'm going to walk up closer and see if I could get a shot. And I walk up closer. And again, the photographers are so far down the street. All of a sudden, Orlando Bloom walks out of his building as I walk up. And I'm like, I'm pretty much in front of his door just to check it out. And I wasn't going to stand in front of his door. I just wanted to get closer to the situation because I was going to ask him, which is, again, this is not something I generally like to do. But I was going to ask him about his divorce, which I don't like to be that guy. But essentially, I was working for a company at the time that that's what they wanted. I'm being paid to do it. that's the part of the job I did not like Um, but again I'm sort of obligated to do it and I'm afraid of being fired that's what you have to do as I walk closer to Orlando Bloom's door um, he pops out and he was going to Broadway and he comes out and I look behind me and the photographers are again about 250 feet away just talking to each other
0: they don't don't even 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 realize
1: that Orlando Bloom came out I look behind me and then I look at Bloom I look behind me I look at Bloom they're just hanging out bullshitting so I say fuck it I whip out my camera. I start filming. Them. I start talking to Orlando Bloom. Uh, one photographer who's on the opposite side of the street saw it, so he ran up and started shooting with me. Yeah, and it's all the other photographers—probably about like ten guys—are so far down the street. And I start talking to Orlando Bloom. I say, Orlando, you know, how are you doing after the divorce? How are you feeling? You know, are you guys? You know, was this malicious? Was there anything, you know, behind this divorce? Do you guys still going to maintain friends? And Orlando Bloom, I get it, was a very tough situation. He's about to do Broadway. It is a public divorce. Was the nicest guy to me and answered mm-hmm. all the tough questions. Again, I think I was sort of nice to him where I wasn't trying to bait him yep. into saying anything, anything fucked up. But I just wanted that thing saying, hey, listen, we're getting divorced. It's all good. We're still friends. We're going to be in each other's life forever. We have children together. We have raised a beautiful family. And he said those quotes. It was said, really good. And
0: now I'm going to go have sex with Selena Gomez. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Excuse me as I
1: go bang Selena and he pops in the car. But I just remember how big that video was, And then all of a sudden the photographers saw it right at the and end they, like they couldn't get holy that. shit they start jetting down the street trying to catch up to us and i got the interview it went huge it went viral yeah. um but that was just a little backstory to that
0: that's awesome no um okay i mean that, that that's probably one of the best celeb feuds just to talk about and how ridiculous it is yeah yeah, yeah. I, I think what i love about it the most though, is honestly just the switching partners sure it's crazy like, like you could have gotten a fight with someone because they started dating your ex, but like the fact that both of them started dating each other's exes, like what the hell are the chances? Of yeah. That? All right. Moving on to maybe one of my top three favorite incidences. And this would be Jay Z and Solange, the elevator video, which by the way, have I told you that I'm like one, I was probably the second person to ever see this video.
1: So what, that's pretty wild. When you first see this video, what goes on in your head? How did that even come? What can you tell me about that video coming remem- to light?
0: I just remember seeing the video cause I was at TMZ at the time and the video comes across my desk and my jaw just dropped. Like you gotta remember Jay Z and Beyonce had this like such a clean image. And this was before a lot of like the cheating rumors and all of that other stuff came out. So to see Solange, Kicking and air punching and going crazy in this elevator, you're just like, what the hell happened? What would cause the doors to close and her to just lose it? So like in my mind, she's like, what happened? What happened? Like, did he say something to her? And, and to watch Beyonce just stand there and kind of yeah. like stand back and not even give two shits. Yeah, my jaw was just on the floor just watching this video. I'm like. This is the most amazing video I think I've ever seen.
1: So my first question to you, you said the, the video comes upon your test. How does a video like that come about? Does someone just find it and say, hey, this is gold? What can you tell me? Because I yeah, know.
0: No, I mean, listen, I obviously, I, I can't talk too much because I was under strict NDAs <laughs> yeah. at TMZ. And the last thing I need is a call from Harvey Levin after this podcast being like, you shut your goddamn mouth. No, I, <laughs> you know, like things at TMZ, They everyone is TMZ. That's, that's all I can say is like once TMZ came around, everyone became a photographer, a journalist, a paparazzi, a everything. And so it became so big before it was like world star. A crazy fight happens. You hear in the background, world star. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, And and then also when there was a celebrity involved, now it becomes TMZ. Uh, and you could literally hear people on videos as they're recording. Oh, I'm selling this to TMZ. Oh, I'm calling this to you. I'm. S- sending this to TMZ, like that was just what it was. And so naturally the craziest stuff would always end up on my desk because my job at TMZ was to buy the photos, the videos, the outside content from either paps or normal people on the street and, and to, for us to be able to use it on the show. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. And so. I got a lot of shit pitched to me. That's wild. A lot of it we would never use, and then a lot of it, yeah, was great stuff like this. So let me ask you
1: this, and I don't, we're going to get back to the Jay-Z and Solange, but how do you decide which stuff you're going to use, and how do you stuff which stuff you're not going to use?
0: Well, I mean, a lot of that was an editorial decision. Okay. So my job, I was still a producer, but I didn't have the ultimate say-so yeah, what would actually end up on the website or TV show. That was, you know, there was a, a group effort on you know, whether or not I would go forward in purchasing content. Gotcha. Gotcha. So that one ended up, and of course, everyone's like, yep. Yeah. Like, this is going to be the biggest story on the planet, which it quickly became.
1: Oh, wh- wh- what event was that, by the way, that J.C. Uh, they was- were in Miami. What
0: the hell? Were no, no, around? it was New York. I thought it was.
1: No, it was New York. because I our-
0: forgetting? Was it, it after? What it was- I was think
1: it might have been after the Met Gala. Was it? It might have been
0: after the Met Gala or there some, was some event. There was some big event.
1: It was a big event. And again, now we should probably... Why I can I not remember? No. However, I, when that video came out, and I remember one of my buddies is the one who shot the photos when they walked out of the hotel. It was at the Standard Hotel in New York City. That's right. And uh, my buddy and the, my buddy who didn't realize he shot these photos of Jay-Z and Solange and Beyonce didn't realize how much money those photos were like yeah. he didn't know there was just a fight forty five seconds ago. Shot the photos, the video, then those videos went the photo he made so much money off these yeah. random photos that, you know, yeah they what always the do sell. What but, were they
0: doing that night? No. Gee, I, I'm gonna I, I'm not gonna waste That's people's right. time looking it up right now, but I there was a big event before and it may have been the Met Gala. I don't remember right now. But wow. The Met Gala brings out the worst in people if that was it this, does. Did you remember uh, Cardi B and Nicki Minaj yep. at that Met Gala that had s- thrown shoes at each other and stuff. We should cover yeah. that one in the next topic. Yeah, yeah, but that's next time the, we do this. The
1: Cardi B and Nicki Minaj fight is so long, it's so ridiculous where you start to wonder and that's a hard part it is sometimes especially in the hip hop community where they use beefs to promote stuff, promote albums, you know. But, they start to But
0: I think people don't realize that that happens all the time. That's like, true. there's there's a lot of Fake incidences or whatever just to stir up publicity to get people to let everyone know, hey, they've got a new album. They got a new song drop and they got whatever coming out because it's the best way to get your name across all headlines. Yeah. But and then in every headline is going to say, well, Cardi B, who is, you know, hasn't the number five song on the, the billboard charts or whatever. You know, it's like it works.
1: So before we end this, we'll get finished. Wrap up this story. That fight, the Met Gala. It was Macal. Macal,
0: dude, Macal. I'm telling you, brings out some shit in people. It's pretty wild. Brings pretty out wild. Some, some drama. Uh, do you want to talk Chris Brown and Drake, or leave that for our next one?
1: Let's leave that for next one because that's uh, that's a heftier one. That's a, yeah. yeah. That, that one's going to yeah. take
0: some time. And the fact that I did not clearly did not prepare well enough, didn't even know it was Met Gala for this last one. I just remember, like the Ugh. the video is so vivid in my mind that I thought I remembered all details. Yeah, I clearly. Didn't. And how
1: that video do? Like, did you just see just like, oh numbers wise?
0: That video was so wild. The world literally was talking about it. The next day, I remember turning on, you know, every morning news station had it. Have obviously the TMZ yeah, yeah. watermark across it. People were making jokes about it. It qu- quickly became a meme. I mean, it looked bad for them. They were like this this family that was so private. And to see that they had such drama that was yeah. captured on tape.
1: I mean, when your sister-in-law starts hitting your husband. And you don't even flinch. Uh, you don't even flinch. Like, you don't
0: even, like, put out your arm to be like, Solange, knock it the hell off. She clearly, w- that to me said that. She was on board for whatever. Oh yeah,
1: doing. but you know what the crazy part is also the bodyguard who's just like, "What the fuck did I just sign up for? Like, what am I supposed to do? Do I protect Jay Z? Do I push her? Like, what am I supposed to do in that situation?" No, like, even
0: that bodyguard said, "Not today." Yeah, that's yeah.
1: Yeah, so that was a crazy one. Is there anything else we want to? I
0: know. I think those were my my favorite ones to date. Um, but I know there's so much, so so many more stories. Yeah, there's, there's good, quite a, a vault in my head of a uh, big stories like that.
1: Yeah, those probably to me were the top ones in my opinion, just because they were so real. Mm-hmm. You know, when you have people like The Rock and Vin Diesel, Jay uh, Z and Solange, where it's like these are big stars what? and they're not supposed to be seen like that.
0: You know what I think is funny about The Rock and Vin Diesel is like they're such like big burly dudes that I don't picture them having drama. Like I picture them being like above drama. Yeah. Like ah, I don't care. I'm just gonna move on. Can
1: you imagine those two person? Like what type of personality people? Where you're both very successful. You're both alpha dudes. Where it's just like we are not. We don't vibe well.
0: Actually, getting into a physical fight.
1: Yeah, I don't think Vin Diesel's got a chance. (laughs) You know, Uh, (laughs) Corrado. (laughs) I know. I saw him fighting Fast and Furious. I don't think he's gonna throw him over the hood of a car. It's
0: not gonna go well for Vin Diesel. No, not at all.
1: I mean, I think actually. Who would win? I think at the end of Think day, I think, uh, I think uh, Zayn Malik would probably beat Dolph because, it, I mean, that guy seems <laughs> he's angry. Just like a squirrely little. Yeah. he
0: just go crazy after who him.
1: Who would win? Yeah, Zayn Malik's probably the best fighter because he's just angry, that little <laughs> fucking cock. Uh, yeah, Dutch, Dutch, Dutch cunt.
0: cunt. <laughs> Dutch cunt.
1: Oh, man. But, guys, thank you guys for checking out the Hollywood Raw podcast. Leave a review. It's the best thing to do to support us. Uh, we got, we're also on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. We're on it all. Uh, follow me at, at Adam Glynn, Glyn G L Y N Dax Holt me
0: at Dax Holt and uh, make sure you head on over to our Facebook page. Like we mentioned earlier, we do obviously have the Facebook page, and then we have the secret private room, uh, which is like our our uh, our I don't know where we can reveal even more stuff. Yeah. What What did you want to put up there? I forgot what you were talking about. earlier. I
1: uh, know. I mean, I just I, ask, we, us, we, ask
0: us the real questions. There. We got some
1: questions. Like we can give you some stuff that's going on with the Johnny Depp Amber Heard. We're the only uh pro amber no I'm just can kidding we... <laughs> dude you cannot like, can say you that you right now oh my so god but guys thank you guys for listening uh check out our old episodes we got tons of different content people that are just really fun interviews the people we like to have on this episode are on this podcast are people we find interesting we don't care about the role they played we care about
0: we don't even care if they were famous 10 years ago and they haven't done a role since we want to talk to them because they're interesting.
1: that's right thank you guys for listening a hood at media production